One more item. Here's something a lot of us have in common. Broken appliances. Broken air conditioner. Broken down heating system. Broken down washer dryer. Broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, Guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168. 800-264-3168. Hi, this is Fred Wayne. You're listening to TV Confidential. How do you do? You gentlemen, of course, know how to push a product. That essentially is your job. My presence here is for much the same purpose, simply to push a product. To acquaint you with an entertainment product which we hope and which we rather expect will make your product pushing that much easier. What you're about to see, gentlemen, is a series called The Twilight Zone. We think it's a rather special kind of series. Essentially, people watch television to get entertained. And the keynote of this series, the thing we're concerned with, the thing we're aiming for, the thing we're working toward is entertainment. This is a series for the storyteller. Because it's our thinking that an audience will always sit still and listen and watch a well-told story. And now that I've immodestly gone on record predicting the high quality of this series, let me very briefly show you what we mean by a special kind of series. You know, writers in general are notoriously bad verbal tellers of stories. We do much, much better behind a typewriter. So I hope you'll bear with me while I tell you about a few stories that happen to be the first ones we're shooting in our current production cycle. Ed Robertson along with Tony Figueroa welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. You might recall uh, that a while back uh, we did an hour with our friend Joseph Doherty on movies of the week that stayed with us. It was sort of a roundtable type of discussion of you know where we talked about our favorite made-for-TV movies, particularly those that were made specifically for the ABC movie of the week, and uh, why you know why some uh, remain classics, why some just resonate, why some continue to, to to inspire us. We're gonna we're gonna do something similar tonight. Only instead of talking about the movie of the week, we're going to talk about uh, the Twilight Zone episodes. Episodes of the Twilight Zone that have stayed with us for one reason or another. I don't think we need to explain what the Twilight Zone is. I think I think I, I think everyone listening knows that the Twilight Zone was the one of the best things ever done for television. One of the great arguments for television. Of course, it is the classic show that is the brainchild of of the late great. Rod Serling, and so we're going to talk about Twilight Zones that uh, resonated with us, uh, along with our friend, our, our special guest for the hour, uh, Mr. Joseph Doherty. Joe Doherty, of course, is the Emmy Award-winning writer, producer, and director of such shows as 30-something, Judging Amy, Once and Again, Saving Grace, and currently Pretty Little Liars on ABC Family. Joseph Doherty is also one of the biggest Twilight Zone fans that we know of, and it's always good to have you on the show, Joe. Thank you. It's always it's, good to be here. It's very difficult to have a working producer do a show like mine because you guys are busy. 
I mean, you're 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 a producer and you're a director. Yes, I yes. Talk talk to Dan. He was waiting in my office because he was <laughs> I was his ride to get over here. Dan being Dan Farron, one yes. of the. Uh, uh, producers of Story Salon, Southern California's uh, longest-running, regularly scheduled live storytelling ensemble. Yes. That's still convened every Wednesday night in Valley Village and occasionally other nights of the week in Valley Village. And we're actually coming up on our 20th anniversary next year. Yeah. Well, it's been a long time since Dan has been here, but it's always good mm-hmm. to have Dan here. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, we mentioned uh, Joseph Doherty is our, is our special guest. If this were an episode of Batman... We would have an extra special guest, and that would be Miss Anne Serling. Anne is the daughter of Rod Serling. Uh, she's also uh, she also serves on the board of directors of the Rod Serling Memorial Foundation, and is involved with the Rod Serling School of Fine Arts Fifth Dimension program. She is also the author of As I Knew Him, As I Knew Him, My Dad, Rod Serling, an intimate portrait of the Emmy Award-winning creator of The Twilight Zone and Night Gallery. And welcome back to the program. Good to talk to you again. Thanks so much, Ed. Glad to be here. This was a very personal book for you to write, and I, I know you had to live through the story before you were ready to write the story. What finally led you to write this book? Well, I, a few years after my father died, I well, I've always found writing cathartic, like my dad did, and I was so paralyzed by grief after he died that I started another book, actually, called In His Absence, and I couldn't finish it because I hadn't even begun to navigate that whole minefield of grief, and, and so um, it took me several years, and then I finally started this book as I knew him, and it took me probably six or seven years to write, and it was just something that I needed to do, and there were really, I guess, three reasons why, again, to manage my grief. Another reason was I wanted to know more about my dad's professional life, and a third reason was um, another book or two other books had come out that described my father as this dark and tortured soul, and this was not a person that was remotely familiar to me or to anyone that knew my dad, and I thought, uh, you know, I'm going to seize this opportunity and set the record straight who he really was. And he was a very funny, sweet, dear guy, and I and I knew, you know, I was extremely fortunate to have him as my father, and I, I just wanted to say that. And, again, I, it was a way to deal with my grief. I mean, you really you really humanize the man. I mean, uh, you know, the, the four of us sitting in this room, um, you know, one of whom works directly in television, the other three talk about television for a living, but uh, whenever the subject of Rod Sterling comes up, I don't think we mythologize him, but we tend to talk about him as, as an entity or in terms of his work. We don't always remember that he was a living, breathing person, and, and that is the Rod Serling that, above all, you bring to life and as I knew him. Well, thank you. That, that was the goal. That certainly was the goal. And, again, the, you know, one, of, one of the fun things is you paint him as a father. As he acted the way pretty much any other doting father would, would, would act, whether they work in television or whether they watch television. I mean, you had nicknames for each other. You used, you used to watch the Flintstones with each other. I mean, I mean that's, that, that's stuff that people don't think of when they think of Rod Serling. Right. I, I wasn't actually, um, it was my mother's rule, but I wasn't allowed to watch television during the week. <laughs> but my father would let me sneak it with him, and we would 
regularly watch the Flintstones together. And, and of course, you share some of the letters uh, that uh, you and Rod wrote each other over the years, and you, you all... You had you had different nicknames for each other depending on which stage uh, which stage of life you were in. Yeah, we had tons of nicknames. Um, actually, everyone in our family had had a nickname or several nicknames. Even our animals had nicknames, so it was kind of crazy and fun. And that's just a glimpse of of, of the Rod Serling that Anne Serling brings to life in her book. As I Knew Him, My Dad, Rod Serling, which is available in bookstores everywhere, as well as, uh, as, as you know, Amazon.com and all the usual reputable online places where you could purchase books. And uh, before we called uh, you, Anne, Joe and I were talking to each other. Joe and I and Dan were talking to each other. And you made some unusual choices in the book in that it's a, it's a stream of consciousness form of writing, but it really works because you kind of go back and forth between what you were thinking at the time, you know, whether you're talking about a period you know, growing up or whether you're shifting to 1970 in the aftermath of, of his death or or whether you're writing modern time, you're kind of looking back at your whole life, but it, it kind of works back and forth as you shift from one to another. Well, I, I hope it did. Thank you. And, and it was sort of a way, you know, to, to write it sort of in present tense. It was a way to really feel connected to my dad, like he was right in the room as I was writing. There's something, it's interesting to me, and, and this may not, we not may not have the audience that this would mean anything to, but you really don't, have to have ever seen an episode of Twilight Zone to appreciate your book. I think this is a book for, for anyone who's ever had a dad. I think I know those other books that you're talking about, but I have to say that when I when I read this, it was I had never kind of uh, viscerally got a sense of the man the way I did from reading your book. Oh, thank you so much. I, I appreciate that greatly. I mean, yeah, you assume thir- certain things about the Twilight Zone or Requiem for a heavyweight or patterns, but but it always goes, and, and occasionally you will talk about you know wh- what he was doing or how those projects came to be. But you always go back to Rod Serling as the person and your personal connection to him. Right, because that, you know that was who I knew. I really didn't know much about my dad's professional life. I, I mean, really until after he died. I mean, he was always just my dad. And because I, I had just turned 20 when he died, and, and it was really long after that. I mean, I had seen, you know, a few Twilight Zones, and I was aware of other things, but they didn't really have any meaning until, to me until after he passed away. You mentioned earlier that you weren't allowed to watch a lot of television as, as, as a kid, uh, except on Friday nights when you got to watch the Flintstones with your dad. But uh, as you got older, were there any Twilight Zones that you watched with your dad before he died? Well, and I, I talked about this in the book, but I, I knew my father was a writer from, you know, from a very early age, but I didn't know exactly what he was writing until this mean kid on the playground one day asked me if I was something out of the Twilight Zone. And I had no idea what that meant, so I went home and I asked my dad, and he explained that he wrote for a series, that it was really too old for me, and that was really the end of that. And then it was probably shortly after that I watched, uh, the episode Nightmare at 20,000 Feet, and I watched that with my father at our cottage in upstate New York, and I, I was terrified, and I remember looking from the TV to my dad and thinking, oh, my God, this is what you write, and it was of no consolation that he actually didn't write that episode, 
Um, it was Richard Matheson, you know, because it was still my dad that appeared before and after and did the narrations. Um, but that was kind of scary to me because that wasn't the father I knew. But we did watch um, The Twilight Zone, Night of the Meek, every Christmas. We would, uh, my dad had an office in the backyard and we'd all go out to the backyard and lie on the floor and, he'd, and he, he would show that episode and that was a, a tradition. But it was really after he died that I started to watch a lot more and initially it was really just to see him. But then um, I think one of the first episodes I watched, it was one of the first episodes I watched after he died, was In Praise of Pip. And I was blown away because my father used uh, this, this uh, dialogue that he and I did, who's your best friend, who's your best buddy, throughout that episode. And it was um, a really poignant moment to be connected to my dad um, in of all things, the Twilight Zone. That's the, I think, believe that's the closing moment of your book, and it's really remarkable to read. Yeah, it was a pretty remarkable moment, actually. You I, know, to be searching for him and missing him so much, and then to watch that show, and, and there's our dialogue. We're talking to Anne Sterling and Joseph Doherty. Anne is the author of As I Knew Him, My Dad, Rod Serling, an intimate portrait of the Emmy Award-winning creator of The Twilight Zone, and Night Gallery. Well, Joseph Doherty is the Emmy Award-winning writer, producer, and directors of such shows as Pretty Little Liars. Dan Farron and Tony Figueroa are also with us. We hope you'll stay with us as we continue our conversation about Anne's book and The Twilight Zone in general during hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. One more item. Here's something a lot of us have in common. Broken appliances, broken air conditioner, broken down heating system, broken down washer dryer, broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168. 800-264-3168. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button.
This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.